fabulous episode of my so-called LA Life podcast. My name is Natalia and my lovely co-host producer. Eric Sanchez here. How are you feeling, Eric? I'm feeling good. Yeah? I'm, I'm feeling really good. The weather's great. Another great day in LA, right? Another great day in LA. Um, only stepped over like three, four homeless people today. That was cool. All right, that's cool. Maybe yeah. there should be an app, like uh, like Pokemon Go app, a homeless people app, and we can just start catching them. Yeah, for sure. And then and then when <laughs> and then we like throw them like way deeper in LA, like with all the other homeless people. We're like, yeah, yeah, oh, we caught them. Yeah, that's now go mean. Up. That's so mean. Like, I am not that mean, people. I swear. Anyway, this podcast is dedicated to L.A., and it's a documentation of the city and all its glorious bullshit, because somebody has to do it. Somebody has to document this and, and and say it, write it down, put it in a podcast, you know, make it glorious. Like we Yeah, you got to document all this, all of this course. shit. Of course. I mean, 200 years from now, who's not going to want to listen what happened in L.A. in 2016? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> They're going to be like, remember when there was homeless people in L.A.? Yeah. For sure. Okay. So in today's episode, we're going to tackle a few subjects. Uh, one of them being, of course, the craziest thing that's happening right now in L.A. and all over the world, which is Pokemon Go. I mean, it's gotten to a point that two men fell off the ocean, the ocean bluff playing this game in San Diego. This is how people are going Wait, bananas what? and berserk. It was in L.A. Times. The two men, I don't know, were they holding hands? Who knows? How did they both fall at the same time? I don't know. But it's people are going crazy over this. Another thing that I'm going to talk about is my first time going to a yoga class. That was actually very interesting. Yeah, I want to hear all about this. Oh, yeah, you this will. This is way more interesting than Pokemon, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yoga pants? Were you wearing yoga pants? Sort of, somewhat. Okay. Somewhat okay. yoga pants, yes. All right, and... I like it. <laughs> And the last thing that we are going to talk about is, of course, is the Black Lives Matter thing and all the ordeal that's been happening all over the United States. For sure. Very serious. It's very a very serious, serious topic, it's but a... it, it needs to be addressed. It needs to be um, recognized out of respect for, right? And we actually, we absolutely have to respect everybody and everybody that's going through this struggle and you know as as ethnic people and brown people right we, we need to and i'm black so i literally like have to talk about yeah we it. Have i like to talk i have to it. talk we're about just it. gonna talk about it for a second and then we're gonna let it go and then we're gonna for continue sure. i mean i don't want to lose my black heart so i definitely have to talk about <laughs> it. all right but before we we tackle all these crazy subjects, yeah what do you want to talk about what's going on i, I want to talk about talk. a certain person and she's, obama no, not quite. Michelle Obama. No, definitely <laughs> okay, not Okay, okay. Am I close? No. Okay. <laughs> You're so cold right now. You're okay. icy cold. Okay, for sure. She is actually the president of HODUM. She's the queen of thoughts and the ambassador of gynecological pap smears. Okay. And I am talking about Amber Rose. Yes. Amber Rose. This woman has managed to get her own show. And we're actually going to play a little bit... A little clip right now. Okay. That's gonna, yeah, let's put that on. That's going to embody what her entire show is about. And I'm, I'm really interested to figure this out because one, I don't necessarily follow that many thoughts, only the ones on Instagram. So I don't follow her on Instagram. Okay. This is this is the ultimate come up of a thought. But she was Kanye's um, hoe, right? Or I mean like ho. Yeah. stripper hoe, right? And yeah. then she went, I mean, because I know a little bit about her. Kanye's stripper hoe. Then she moved on to Wiz Khalifa. 
and that's to be his, main hoe. To, his to main, Wiz. his main, and baby mama. Shout to Wiz and baby mama. Okay, yeah. so that's a step up. A step Boom. up. And now she got the ultimate step up, which is her show. So we're just gonna play a little clip, and just to see what it's all about. Okay, here we go. <laughs> to know the real me and actually people don't know this about me but I'm actually a virgin just kidding I'm a hoe let me tell you what you can expect from the Amber Rose show we're gonna touch on what's going on in the world and of course because it's me we're gonna talk about sex Extra kinky. If you like sex, then this is the show for you. And if you do not like sex, just give me a half an hour to change your mind. Yeah. Plus, you never know which one of my celebrity friends are going to stop by. So whatever you're... All right. Oh, uh, wow. Did you just listen? Wow. I don't know. It's nails on a chalkboard. I feel like... Can I be honest here? Go ahead. This I... is all about honesty. Okay. I feel like I just went on Backpage.com. Okay. <laughs> Bought a hooker, and then she came here and read me TMZ like verbatim. That, that's right? a great analogy, actually. Right? Look at you. Yeah, this should yeah. be like an SAT for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, for me, I don't know what really scares me the most. I don't know if the fact that she actually managed to land her own show, or the fact that she's wearing a blazer on her first show. Like she wants to make sure that people take her as a professional journalist or or tv host and you know for me it's more like if a hoe was going to a corporate meeting with the ceo and the cfo she was definitely dressed for success yeah but then she has that stupid like graffiti shit on the blazer like it's 1995 and she it's like a, a fucking bell biv devoe and then she's calling herself like mava and she says she's a hoe and like i i mean not to quote her but I can't. Exactly. I, I fucking can't with this chick. Like, honestly, I get it. You were Kanye's girl, da-da-da. You're, like, about empowerment of women. Like, it's okay to be a slut and a whore. Like, I get that, and that's nice, you know, uh, for the internet. For the sluts. Yeah, for the, the sluts. But, yeah. like, the only people, and please tell me if I'm wrong, the only people that like this chick are uh, trannies. <laughs> strippers. Um, strippers. <laughs> And like broke hoes. And broke and yeah, and right? thoughts. And thoughts that all and thoughts. All they care about is landing a big baller, a big rapper. For sure. That's one hundred percent. That's their life goal and that's what they work hard at the gym and, and they present themselves nicely just for that reason. But I mean I mean dudes like her too, I think because she's like super thick and she looks really like fuckable and like you know what I mean? She looks like you could like but make her like, lick your balls or something you know she kind of has that you know like she's down for whatever you get her in the room or I'm maybe sure. i mean she was talking yeah. about the booty the the finger in the booty for kanye so she's down for whatever yeah we get that but i feel like it's i'm so over it like we i understand that you're trying to put this slut home movement out there but it needs to be done and over with it's it's beating a dead horse at this point. We all know what you're all about. Right. Now we have to listen to a 30-minute show of you 
talking about what's going on in the world. Mind you, the only thing she talked about what's going on with Taylor Swift. Taylor with, Swift. <laughs> I think she mentioned Chris Brown. With Chris Brown. French Montana. French Montana. Whoever that is. Um, <laughs> exactly. Who, who cares that about is. French Montana? It, she has a show where she brings on her friends, but she's more annoying than Chloe, right? So this show, and this is after just one episode, makes Chloe shit look like Oprah. Yes, absolutely. And that got canceled. And so I'm giving her like two more episodes. And if she stays on TV, I don't know at all. As a producer, writer. I'm resigning from any type of entertaining entertainment business if she stays on TV. Because this cannot be... and It's it's worse than love and hip-hop, it, honestly. It is worse than love and hip-hop because... <laughs> If anybody and knows what love and hip hop is, this is actually a downgrade from love and hip hop, and that's actually very hard. Well, to love say. and hip hop, if you think about it, changed the culture. It changed the American culture where people say, "At the end of the day," in like every conversation, as an excuse for anything, you say like, "Yeah, I cheated on her," but at the end of the day, <laughs> like that show changed the world. I mean, it changed my life. Absolutely, it changed my life because every time my girl says anything to me, I go, "You know what?" At the, at the end, end of, of the, the day. day and it's over. And then at the end of the day, I love you, babe. And so at so at the end of the day, Amber Rose is just a hoe. She is such. She is just a hoe. I mean, she says that on the show. I'm not. I'm not like some you know absolutely chauvinistic. And she and she's honestly, I'm over it. She's kind of whack. I don't want to see her slut walk I, anymore. I think she's. I I think she's. She's confused. I think her stylists have no idea of what people like. No one wants spray painted shit. No one wants <laughs> lines in a girl's hair. Like, what the hell is going on? The bald thing, sexy. I like it. You you don't th- aren't you kind of over the whole bald thing though? But she's the only one. She's she been owns rocking that. the same hairstyle for yeah, like five but years that's now. like her thing. It's like she has a, like a round head, round boobs, round. You know, she's kind of like a oh, cartoon she, character. Oh, I never, I never saw it. That yeah, way. it's like this. Like, so you feel like when, but like then again, like what are you pulling? Like after I just paid you a thousand dollars, like to have sex with you, I have nothing to pull. So, can I get it for five hundred? And now, and now I paid you a thousand dollars to put it up your ass or something and now i have to listen to you and your stupid show on top of it and she's probably talking about it and she's probably talking about it okay so can i say this like one thing about amber rose absolutely right. her body looks like you could put like oil on it and then it's like rub all over it and like just like slide i'm making the movement i wish i could say like slide through and like put your head in her boob she has like, a Bleh. slip and slide body she looks like For she's sure. hairless yes and oily oily and then you can just slide right on soft, top of her probably. and then slide off her ass yes. and then projectile to the window and fall off the window and, and then in, in in the newspaper they're gonna be like man died from pokemon <laughs> accident falling out the window naked and amber is like Mofa. <laughs> so, do we give Amber Rose's show a thumbs down? Is this is this our critique of we shows now? We give Amber Rose two fingers in the booty, <laughs> thumbs down. <laughs> two downward fingers in the booty and one toe in the mouth. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Kudos to you, Amber Rose, Amber for Rose, ruining congratulations for getting TV. That show. It's yeah. absolutely terrible. Your show's really bad, but you are a very attractive woman. I'll give Just you that. Just keep it that way. I'll give Just you give that. me a poster of you, and that's about it. One hundred percent. And and <laughs> a poster. And we'll and we'll cl- a poster of her spread spread eagle. Like, yeah. Yes. Yes. Ass. Absolutely. And then we'll call call it a day. Amber Rose is kind of sexy. Okay. 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 Sorry. All sorry. Right. I started looking at a picture of her, but okay. So I'll 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 say this to close. Um. That show fucking sucks. It does. 
All right. On our next episode, we're going to be reviewing every other show on Bravo or any other <laughs> channel. VH1 worse. Cash money records taking over for the 99 in the 2000. Girl, you're working with some ass hand. The bad jam, make a nigga spend his cash hand. His last hand, hold spell with your pass hand. They mad dad, you can ride in the jag hand. With that hand, you can smoke up by your bag hand. So I went to my first yoga class two days ago. Congratulations. I'm 31 years old and I went for my first yoga class two days ago. And I've been living in LA for three years. So that's kind of like, wow, I haven't been to a yoga class yet. And Very was, true. Very true. But a lot of people just say they want to do yoga. And then they even say they do yoga. And then they buy the yoga stuff years and have never wanted to go to a yoga class. So I think that you made a very huge step towards being like an LA hipsterish. Kind like of a white weekend. girl. Yeah, no, no I for, think sure, I'm like, for sure. For I sure. went to my first yoga class and I left my yoga class and I'm like, I was with my friends. She took me there and I'm like, oh my God, I feel so white right now. Maybe you should just start calling me Stacy. And then she's like, you actually look whiter. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And I'm like, yeah, I feel whiter. I feel like, I feel like everything's just opened up and like, I feel like I see the world in different, like a different way, like rose colored glasses. Everything's perfect and fine. Nothing sure. can touch me. Well, that's what yoga does. And then it, I went back to Koreatown yeah. and I realized yeah. I am not white, but whatever. So yoga class is very interesting. It's, it's a lot of flexible girls, you know, and there's only a little bit of everything. You have, like, your super skinny models, and then you have your, like, dancers, and, you know, every girl, like, is so staring at each other when you walk in. They're like... What neighborhood did you go to a oh, yoga class I, in? Because that's important with L.A. Where Westwood. you take your... I went Westwood. to UCLA Westwood. That's interesting. So, yes. So... Well, one, why the fuck were you over on that side of town? It took you in two hours to get back, but... That's not the point. The point is, okay, so I walk in there pretty much, I would be considered a black person in that class. 100%. <laughs> yeah. And Maybe I'm not, there, I, like, I look no way black, but I would be considered a black person in that class. Um, in Westwood. In Westwood. Mm. And all the girls were just like, you know, super skinny, tall, blonde, and, you know, they were super pretty and or super athletic. And. There's a level of understanding that when you walk into, I didn't know this, but when you walk into a yoga class, like they are all sizing you up. They're like, can I yoga better than you? It's really? Like, it's like you got served, but you got yoga. Wait, there's yeah. <laughs> there's yoga competitions? It's, it's, it's like pretty, that? Yeah, it, it, it is. People are, people are there to show how much they can do. They their, can stretch. They can stretch and do their stance and then like bend and then be on their head. And I'm over there like a dead whale, like sweating my ass off. Right. And This is a workout <laughs> to you. Everyone else is calm and you're like... Yeah, everybody is calm. I am like grunting, grinding, and crying in the corner. Yep. And you know, they were like, shut up. Like, we're trying to concentrate. And I'm like, I'm trying not to die, bitch. <laughs> Leave me alone. But I did it. I went through the whole class. And then the next day, I went to another class. So I kind of got into it just because I just, you know, it's just interesting to me. But I mean, what- how did it make you feel, though, after like the first day, regardless of all the like apparent judging that was going on. How did it make you feel when you left? I, okay. Again, I felt like, I mean, you came back the next day, so it obviously made I came you feel back good. the next day because I, I felt really good. I felt a little bit, you know, a little bit stress-free. I felt like my body did stretch out very nicely. 
better than it's ever stretched out before, let me be honest with you. And it was just, it was calming for a little bit, but I was more concerned about the male teachers in this yoga class because both yoga classes, I had male teachers. Now my, my, yeah, interesting, right? Interesting because when I think of yoga, I've done yoga before more times than others at certain points of, you know, time or whatever, right? Yeah. But I always think of a girl teaching or a woman teaching yoga. Like an older lady, like a no, very old lady. Not really, because like, you know, my girl, she watches them online, the little things. And it's always like a very hipstery. Yeah, hippie, super like kind namaste. Of, namaste, very like. Yeah. Something that I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not necessarily as, you know, talkative. But, you know, this is why you have a show. Absolutely. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just see it being a different, not a dude. No, well, this is the thing. So I went to two yoga classes and both of my teachers were male. And then they were, they were on the young side. So for a second there, I was like, oh, maybe they really like yoga. But then I really thought about it. And I'm like, are they doing it for the love of the art of yoga? Or they just have like a massive camel toe fetish, which I think it's the set, the latter, the latter. It's definitely sure. the latter. I, I don't really, I think you got to be some quite like quite a pervert, a little bit perverted. To be a yoga teacher? To be a male yoga teacher. I don't think so. I do think so because you're you're laying there. You are you're really exposed. Yeah, like okay. you you are doing some moves that you're just laying on your back. Your knees are to your ears, and then you are spread wide open to the world. And he's like coming over you, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, you're doing it right. Wait, let me help you more." Yes, and then he's yes, like, "Yes, I love this." And guy. then he's like standing over you, stretching you out more, and doing like, "Ah." I've seen porn just like this. Doesn't this, this and feel then what better? Happened? And then after So did you come back the second day just to see if he's going to try to fuck you? <laughs> Maybe. Is that what you're trying to say? I just wanted to see how far he would go. Yeah, you're like you're like I'm pretty sure he's about to put a pinky in my butt or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm right? like maybe. I'm like the second day I came and I was completely shaven down there. I felt I felt like the, the first, first date. It yes. was the first date yoga. I was like, "Wait, wait, wait. This is first date yoga. I didn't know it was You're like be I could like do this. so much better than yeah, this." Yeah. No, no. I'm like, "Yes. I don't really look like this. I don't really look like you this." You got your nails done. You <laughs> I got, got my you hair shaved done. everything. I shaved my legs. I, I see you got a spray tan. I got my spray tan on. <laughs> I got put on some makeup. I did my hair. I'm like, "Okay, now spread me again." You should have been heels and yoga pants like, "Let's do this, bitch." <laughs> Absolutely. All the other girls are like, okay, hello. She's he, back. She's back. And she's like, then and they were really ready. jealous. She's like ready to rumble now. She's ready to really do to do this That's hot yoga. yoga redemption. <laughs> You're like, I'm coming back tomorrow, bitch. And I'm going to stretch. Yeah. And this guy's going to stare at my ass. Exactly. Not yours. Pretty much. So, I mean, I I was very happy with the results. I might go again. We might we actually might have a relationship going on. Me and the yoga. And the yoga instructor. And yeah. the yoga instructor. It's like a voyeuristic relationship, it's right? A, I a, change, you watch. Yeah, it's kind of like it's non-disclosed. Like, we don't really talk about it. We don't really label it. But I'll show up. I'll pay you. So he's kind of my whore at wait, the end wait. of the day. So you were... No, no, no. It's more like dominatrix, honestly. Because you're paying him... To make you like grunt, stretch, and cry, and, and cry, and moan, and then when you leave, you're like, I feel you're like, like oh, you're like, I deserved it. I deserved it. Like you know it. what I mean? Absolutely. And then you go take a shower and like cry. So I have a question for you though. Yes. This is you know this is ask away. It's not off topic. It's definitely on topic. All right. Okay. 
So you came back twice. Was it the same instructor both times? It was different instructor. No, different ones. Okay. I hope they talk to each other though. I hope. So, I hope they. I hope they exchange stories at the end. Oh, did you see the the black Puerto Rican Latina there? The one that's not black, but she looks like she could be black. <laughs> with this tent, with your spray tan, yes. Spray. So maybe on day one, you were a little more. Yeah, on the white know? side. On yeah, the second day, yeah. I had my spray tan. I looked definitely more more ethnic. For sure. So I, I hope they talk to each other about me, and I hope they say like, "Oh, the first day she was tightly wound, but you got her on the second day." You should thank me so for what? loosing her, like yeah, loosing yeah. her up. Like thank me, and I'm sure they're talking about it. And then the next time you go back, they both instruct you at the same now time now they both come in at the yeah, same so, time yeah so there's there's like a grooming to like a gangbang type thing going on right there's other girls there's other girls no it could be like a full like orgy, orgy now at this point sure. no i get it i get it <laughs> but i'm wondering though i'm wondering though like you said you walked in the girls are looking at you because a lot of these yoga things um over here in larchmont there's one right here and you see the same people right so were you like the new girl I was the new girl. So did he help you out a little more? And were people getting a little salty? He was next to me for a really long time. Okay, I can see that. Though. I can see it because you probably came because and this, I was like, I was like, this is Westwood, okay? <laughs> so when I think of Westwood and like the female bodies out of Westwood, and no offense to any any Latinas or anybody out there who has body, hopefully you have a fake ass or something. But I don't see a lot of bodies. I'll, I want you to school out there for a minute. A lot of bodies. And yoga is not really about a body. You know what I'm saying? Like, you won't see a yoga video with, like, uh, like a thought. No. You'll see, like, a very young boy-shaped <laughs> female. And this isn't to like offend a, anyone. Like but you see, you see how I'm grabbing my own, yeah. my own chest? His chest. Because my chest is, like, is bigger than a yoga chest, I think, for some yeah, of these girls. Is. You know, it, she looks like a little is. boy. It is. A lot it of is. these girls look like little boys. It is. Which, which is why the... The pants is so appealing to guys. Did you hear my voice crack? The pants? The pants. Because the pants <laughs> is so appealing like to men and these instructors probably because it it kind of tightens up what's already kind of not there. So it, it makes them even look like there's something. Yeah, you and, know, you, right? and, and you it? get full on vision of the crotch. Everything, right. Like if you have, yeah, you get, it's like full vision of everything. It's kind of like a Stargate to the vagina ass it, area. Yeah, it's, it's, sure. it's, it's I, I don't, it's like, Battlestar Galactica over there. It's like you can see everything. Well, there's <laughs> one over here on Runyon, very LA staple. You know, Runyon, which is which is actually closed. They have one there. It's disgusting. Have you seen that one? It's so gross. I don't know who would ever want to do yoga where like it literally smells like pee and shit. Yeah, because dogs the piss on that grass. Runyon Trail, and you're gonna put your yoga mat yes. on top of all these dog shit and, and piss, and then you're gonna like breathe in and out. No. That's disgusting. Okay, I love yoga, but I find yoga, especially yoga classes and yoga, like kind of this whole yoga um, hermetic, you know, new age kind of thing as just kind of like entryways into like a sex cult. Do you well, see that or no? I, yeah, I can see that. But then my one of my friends were sell, was telling me, oh, you know, they have a naked body yoga. See, come on. And I'm like, come, come on. on Let me help you stretch. Like, all right? you're out needs to be all stretched out for everybody to see like i don't really need this that means that that means spray tan nails ass bleaching like <laughs> you know what i mean like you gotta go you gotta come there like okay, fucking okay. ready that, yeah that's def- okay so next time if i ever do naked hot yoga definitely yeah, but dudes th- that's, that's the gross asshole bleaching all the way no but do imagine a dude imagine you walk into yoga class and you're late on a naked yoga class and fucking homeboy is over here like upside down with his fucking ass out like come on and his ball and his ball saying he looks like, like a damn, his belly yeah. button because he's like doing like a i don't like a stance or something oh no this is look like good. a fruit basket fell over or something <laughs> like ain't no one trying to see that shit 
all right. We oh yoga. Wow, yoga. I don't know what to do with you anymore. Yo, if you're a guy, do some fucking push-ups, dog. Like, <laughs> stop playing yourself. Like, stop stretching. Okay, we know why you're there. You know what I mean? You go do push-ups in the corner. You can stare right at the ass. You don't have to pretend you're stretching too. That just looks stupid. We don't want fruit baskets everywhere. Jesus. Okay, Eric, we're back. And, you know, it's... We're going to get a little bit serious right now in my so-called LA Life podcast. And as people that are out there, you know, talking about social media, talking about the media in general, talking about pop culture, and talking about everyday things in LA, we, we need to talk about this because... We need to show respect and we need to be aware and we need to, by staying quiet, we don't do anybody any service. Right. So we're doing a disservice to people if we stay quiet. So let's address, um, let's address the black, the, the black elephant in the room that has been shot like four times for doing exactly <laughs> what he's been told. Can we do that? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty okay. much. I hate laughing about it, but that was actually a very facetious way of putting it <laughs> whoa did you see how she did that facetious way i just learned a new wow. word facetious wow um, it was kind of sarcastic but whatever it's it's a very touchy subject as an as an african-american man yes um, you know also a mexican and man. as a and as a puerto rican la- woman and as a brown person and and as a human it, being and as a human and being as a human being exactly and that's some yeah. of the and that's some of the stuff that is going on i mean the cops have been killing people for a long time every two weeks or so every month or anytime it's in kind of political climate here comes the shooting of a black guy here comes the video here comes the marches yeah here comes the you know the all riots that kind of stuff. the and riots the, pro- the and, protests and the and everything and the media perpetuating all this kind of stuff and so then, yeah and the media twisting things around and the media getting things incorrect and what and i feel the media what is what they're doing they're igniting a fire a baseless fire because there's fire already there, you know? People 100%. people are angry, people are hurt, people are sad and I I know that I was crying the next day when all this was happening. And the day before I was talking and I was talking to the guy I was dating and I slept over at his house and I was reading oh, the news. Oh, fancy. Oh, look at us. There you go. And um and I was reading the news right before I went to sleep and I'm like I'm afraid of going to work because I was afraid of ISIS. And, and and the reason I'm afraid of ISIS is this. I work at the Staples Center, and and it's a great place for a terrorist attack. Right. And for the last, like, six months, every week, there's been a bombing in Bangladesh and, and, and um, Istanbul and Orlando and this and that. And it's going everywhere. And then the next day... Orlando was a crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Asshole. I'm joking. I'm joking. And then the next day, these two killings happen. Yeah. So not only was I... Thinking of something more global like ISIS and terrorist attacks, right, then right. it became something more local. Yeah. And then that's where I became very scared. And that's where I became very aware. Like, I should not only be scared of something so globally, something just so basic and locally, like people that are supposed to protect us. Right. And I don't want to say that every cop's bad because there's good cops out there. But the thing is that they're giving these good cops a bad name and now good cops are becoming bad cops and bad cops are are, are becoming just the enemy and right. it's just becoming a vicious cycle because now it's becoming to a fact that black cops want to get revenge 
on on white cops killing black people. Mm. You haven't. Do you, you do you understand what I'm getting at? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I think that it's and it's now one, it's, it's a racial war between the I, po- the police officers. I, I, now. I think it's a I think it's a completely blurred line. But I also think that with media, social media, um, a society that a TV is in every single home, and it's not one TV. It's two, three TVs, right? Yeah. So I find that and we Instagram, are... And, and you, Instagram and, and, and social media and your phone and, your phone and, and everything, everything right? and, so, and Facebook, Facebook Live. Now and that's... Facebook. How- and that's... And, and this is where... And this is what I like to address, yeah. right? Because, you know, without... You know, I don't want to make light of the situation. I mean, death and especially at the hands of police and, you know, Dallas, the kind of reverse where this dude's getting revenge and all that stuff. But it's like, one... What the fuck do you expect? You know, if you have a gang, which the police force has become, yes, attacking another group of people, and the other group of people responds with they're retaliating. Pro- uh, uh, re- responds with over the history of the United States. Responds with protests and peaceful protests and peaceful protests. You get all the way to Martin Luther King, getting even and nothing ever back. happens. No, no change ever comes from this peaceful action that's been happening because then at the end of the day, it, it just doesn't, it's, it's just not happening, right? So no changes. I mean, there have been changes, obviously, but... But no real but changes. But we have the same problem yeah. and it keeps happening. You go to Mike Brown, you go all the way back to Amadou Diallo in New York who got shot 41 times for taking his wallet out when they told him to take his wallet out. On, this, on his own steps, in front of his own house, in front of his family. I mean, I could name all of them. Yeah. And nothing has happened. So what do you fucking expect? Of course, some crazy shit well, like the get Dallas tired. thing is going to happen, get tired. right? People... But that's only one guy, though. Think about how big the black community is. Just the black community. This is yeah. a bigger problem. Just the black community. Think about if we were really mad, we could you think overturn. it would be one guy in Dallas? No. So how convenient is it that you kill another dude? Well, that's how then... the riot starts. That's the, how but, the L.A. riots started. Of course. So to quell that. People are tired. To quell that, though, this is what I see with this whole thing that's happening right now. To quell the whole immediate riots... What they do is, I'm not what they do, I'm not saying that, you know, obviously Dallas was a real event, but how fucking convenient for everyone's heated at the cops because you just killed two guys in like 24 hours all over the fucking internet. Exactly. And then the Dallas thing happens. It's like, hey, but look, we're being killed too. Like, but no, but no our shit. Our lives matter too. Well, no, look, you've no already shit. fucked up the whole Black Lives Matter thing because now it's all lives matter. And now it's fucking Nissan matters. And now it's uh, this matters and that matters. So now that whole fucking movement is being It's It's called retaliation. Jaded. It's called people being sick and tired. It's called people trying to make a change and nothing's happening and the only way they know how to fight now is with fists because they can't fight with words anymore they can't fight with the congress anymore they can't fight the senate anymore they can't fight anything the amendments anymore nothing can be fought anymore and the amendments are here to protect us and what they're what and they're getting rid of those and yeah exactly and you can't fight it anymore you can't you can hardly even protest anymore without being fucking beaten to death exactly so people are retaliating and people the only way they know how to speak because they're tired of talking it's like when you talk and you talk and you it's like it's like having a child or having a dog you talk and you talk and you say don't do this don't do that after a while they keep doing the same and thing and then you just kick the dog and, across the street and then you freaking <laughs> smack them but this yeah. is not this is a little bit more serious people are getting tired what what do you expect people are fighting with fists they're fighting with guns and now it's become a war it's become a war between Cops between cops, cops between civilians, civilians with, with, with cops. I think the war of the cops and the civilians has been going on 
for a long time. For a long time, but now it's definitely more apparent. And I think it, that it, I think that it's more. more apparent. But I, what I am seeing that is a real, a real positive, and I'm, and I hope that it it keeps going this way. But like I said, one guy shooting a, a few cops, right? After a ye- years and years and years and years and years and of years and years doing, of oppression yeah. uh, from cops, right? So that shows you that human nature is about peace and it's about love. It's not about violence because if that was the case, it'd be an eye for an eye. And every time one of these motherfuckers did some crazy shit, then you would see it in return and you don't see it because people aren't naturally in the retaliating mode. We want peace. As black people, Only as Mexican people. Only cops are in the retaliating other, mode. The cops, that's, are, that's, the cops oh, are in military mode now. You see these pictures, they're coming out full, full yeah. up. They're, and like... We're in our shirts and t-shirts and tennis shoes, and they have full army they have gear. Full army they're, they're, gear. They're full like provided by the United States Army. And then they're and, ta- and then they're saying that they're scared of us. And they're and they, scared of us. And they have AK-47s. They have bulletproof vests. They have bu- bulletproof uh, helmets. These fools are dressed like football players out yeah, here in these streets. They are. And then they're saying that. And, and, and they're mad they're, at me because I'm taking a video of what they're doing to this other fool. Exactly. So it's just. It's out of control. It's yes. out of control. Now the humor in it. Okay, do you mind if I get us to <laughs> the humor? Ahead. Because because I definitely want to... Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I want to laugh about the whole Let thing. Let me take another sip of my vodka because I need to find the humor in this. Please. All right, here Please. we go. I'm going to preface it with this. And I'm going to end it with this and then get to the humor. We're being led down a horrible path. So before you do anything on social media or say anything or play yourself, do research or just shut up because it's, shut it's up. not necessary for... Like, it's not going to help. You ranting and raving because one, you make yourself look like a fucking idiot racist, and two, you're just inviting, contributing and you're inviting and this. you're putting fuel you're, to the fire that yeah, you were you're talking about, right? This fire that just this fire needs to be put away, and people need the to, media needs you to be fearful and mad in order for them to sell more. Exactly. So, so you're contributing. So by, you're better off being being aware, being self aware what's going on. Protecting yourself and your family and, and your speaking family. within there and having your own rules and, and how have, things work. Yeah, and, and, and showing them how it works. And don't go out there in a crazy protest. Don't go out there in a ramp because you're asking for trouble. And I hate to say it, but this is the reality. I'm not saying and that you And they don't play by the rules anyway. And they're not playing by the rules. And the reality is that you don't deserve trouble, but they are seeing it a different way. They don't see it the way you see it. They're not seeing the way I see it. They're not seeing the way normal rational people are seeing it they're seeing it as i am being antagonized and i am being attacked and i am going to retaliate and i am the police and and just be and we're a- the boss and we're the yeah. boss of you so we can do whatever we want so let's talk about the funny thing let's part okay let's ready see. <laughs> the funny thing is facebook is a motherfucking mess Whoa. facebook has become like congratulations you just played yourself Every well, time Facebook I go on Facebook. Facebook has always been that since the beginning of Facebook. Right. Oh, it started fucking up every single relationship right. there was out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it started with that, those yeah. pokes. Remember started, those pokes? It started with, it started with who's the, this bitch poking you? Yes, and liking but now, your picture. But now it's like, <laughs> but now it's like, holy shit, I am your only black friend. And you are a fucking racist, you crazy mother. I mean, it's, it's wild because of this stuff, right? And because of like the Facebook Live. And yeah. I think social media at this point has reached its... It's like peak, right? We're like at the top. We are at the top of, of all this shit, And it's right? going to crumble. It's going to come. It's going to come Yeah, hard. because look, you see with Facebook right now, with this stuff is nothing. You Social media is now the real media, right? Mm-hmm. So nothing anyone, me, you, the yeah. dog 
if she gets all this stuff typing, who knows what they're going to say about her. But you can't say shit. And when you do, you just look like an ass. Whatever you yeah. say on one side or the other, if you're like, Black Lives Matter, then someone's like, All Lives Matter. And then someone's like, White Fuck Lives Matter. White <laughs> so Lives Matter, like, too. And then, and then well, everyone looks Puerto at Rican that Lives Matter. Well, Chinese Lives Matter. We, all Lives and Matter. People we, start saying crazy stuff and throwing out statistics. Do you know how many white people did yeah, it? Exactly. And you just sound like a crazy fucking it, racist. It, it, like, it, it's, it's, it, it sucks. The point is, the, the reason they're saying Black Lives Matter is because it's been apparent that it's been african-american males predominantly a couple of females but mostly males that it's been happening to by the by the police and that's why by a predominantly white police exactly and this is what they're saying it's not because they're better than you and it's not because they feel like your life doesn't matter it's because it's been happening and it's been and it's been the same thing it's and it's also being pushed into your face Mm -hmm. you know there was there's these stories about Oh, this white kid got killed. That shit happens all the time. I mean, come on. I, I grew up in like a Mexican neighborhood. People get shot all the fucking time. So it, it's, yes, all lives matter. And in this instance, and in the United States, of course, okay, the Native Americans, they already got rid of these motherfuckers and fucked them up. As a Native American man, I can tell you that by history, they can't even fight back no more. They're so fucked. So you have a people who's been oppressed and is actually fighting back. That's important. Because they're still here to fight back and they're growing. And that's the problem that America seems to have is what do we do with all these damn black people? Well, sorry. We've been there. They've been here for 500 years. You brought brought us here. Exactly. You brought us here. It's your fault. Yeah, absolutely. Now get over it and let's all just have fucking peace because I know from a fucking black perspective, there's no hate in our heart, even though we let you guys fuck us over constantly. Period. We want peace. Leave us alone. All your laws, whatever, it's all fucking good. Stop shooting the homies, please. Yeah. Right? And all stop right. going on Facebook and ranting. And stop going on Facebook and ranting. And, uh, and and let me say the last thing about this social media thing. We are at the highest peak, I feel, of social media. And after this, it's going to be the, the post-apocalyptic world of non-social media. And I think af- it's going to be... It's going to be the complete opposite soon. Which is going to be funny because it's going to be it's a quick gonna, run, right? Social media is going to yeah. go from, like, from 1990 to like... 2020 exactly i feel like social media it will definitely die in the next couple of five years and after now it's cool to have snapchat and now it's cool to have all this stuff and and to be so socially out there eventually it's going to be cool not to do that and to be private again and i cannot wait for that to happen except podcasting because yeah we need podcasts. this we do need i'm definitely down for the 80s to come back the 80s was dope but i feel like i feel like it's gonna it's reaching a peak it's gonna reach a peak where everybody's gonna be like you know what i'm tired of this i'm tired of being exposed and i'm tired of being exposed out there and everybody's out there on my people are losing their jobs people are losing their jobs they're losing relationships they're losing their lives they're losing their lives on some facebook bullshit yeah exactly so everyone wants to be heard so bad because in your in whatever life they have they feel like they're not heard so that's the place to air out your fucking grievances it's definitely a platform i get it but before then you know what there was there was like the post office to go shoot. Like, let's get back to that <laughs> point where when you're mad, you just go crazy. You go postal, you, you shoot at the post office. <laughs> and, then, and then people are like, stay home now, and they mail their stuff from home, and they don't go to the post office. See, we solved that problem. All right. How can we solve this one? <laughs> that made no sense, but you know what I mean. No, I know what you mean. Everyone so, love each other, please. Yeah, stop. and it's we'll leave crazy. it with there. We're not going to talk about this anymore. Yeah, no more racism. Everyone knows Asians can't drive. I mean, come on. Figure it out. <laughs> we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. <laughs> Plymouth Rock landed I mean, on us. Right? Come on now, Mexicans, stay, that, you know, working. That, Come on that's now. That's to quote Malcolm X for anybody out there that don't know. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't cross the border, the border crossed us. There right. we go. 
vodka is getting to me oh. that means i'm looser and a little bit more of a bigot <laughs> all right let's go can i introduce you to facebook <laughs> so anyways so anyways. <laughs> so anyways so anyway it smells like marijuana in here which means it's the beginning of our third segment yes yes we are we're getting down to the end so in this in this wonderful wonderful episode, we've talked about some amazing things. Yeah, we talked about some serious things. We very talked about things, very sure. like loose and happy things. Right. And now we're gonna talk about some like nerdy things. Okay. Which is uh, the whole Pokemon app. Now everybody is going ape shit, balls to the walls, crazy over this Pokemon Go app. I see random people walking into walls walking into bathrooms trying to catch Pokemon. So what's your take on it? Because I know you're kind of a nerd and you love all this stuff. And wow. plus you downloaded, you did download the Pokemon app and you found one right in your backyard. Okay, so let me preface this story with, I did not I did not know that the Pokemon app even existed. I did not. I promise you this, okay? Lies. No, no, no. This isn't, this isn't hey. a lie. But, but I do want to tell you about how I know of Pokemon in general. I'm old. Right? All right. So I should know about Pokemon because it was around the time when I was... Well, that was in, like 1999, it, like 1997, it 1998. 90, it, it was around 99-ish. Yeah. Kind of blew up in like the early 2000s. 2000s. Up until now. And apparently nerds are still... Not up until now because I haven't still heard... going. I haven't heard about Pokemon in at least 10 years. And honestly, when I saw all this stuff on Instagram with Pokemon, I, 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 I felt like, like Rip Van Winkle. Like I fell asleep. And I went back in time, and I woke up in 1999. Is that, is that the story of Rip Van Winkle? Yeah. Does he fall asleep or something? I'm yeah, but sure. he falls asleep, and he goes and movie. he goes forward in time like 30, 40 years, or I don't know how many years. But I feel like uh, like that, it? but the opposite, like I, I, like Bizarro World. I learned something new today. Rip Van Winkle. Rip Van Winkle. That's what that was about. I went to sleep one night, and then I woke up the next day. And it I, was Pokemon Day, and it was I woke up in 1999, Again. and Again. I'm like. What the hell is going on? Like, why are there Pikachu's all over all over my shit? Like, okay, I can't. so check this out. Back in the day, in '99, around okay. the time it was start, it was starting to go. I had a job. It was one of the one times I had a job, and <laughs> and before it started, they actually kept a job. <laughs> Let's keep it real. Not had no, you no, no. Kept this a job. is when I first got hired. Trust me, it ended and got fired two it, weeks it, later, and it, it it ended horribly. <laughs> Shout out to that company. You ended up fucking like the boss's wife, probably. No, 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 no. This is the thing. I was homies with the boss's son. He was my boy. So I felt like I never had to work because I was like, your dad's a boss, nigga. We're good. Like, So anyways. Anyway. Back to Pokemon. I would wake up every morning around 4.30 in the morning and there was a show called Pokemon on, right? And I was like 19, 20 years old. And I was like, I shouldn't be watching this, but I'm getting ready for work. And and I got addicted to it within days, right? All of a sudden, it's the not, you know, that was like the test phase. They're like, if 4.30 a.m. people could get hooked. Like 20-year-olds at 4.30? You know what I'm saying, right? So all of a sudden now, then I watch it for now 
99, I don't know what, 17 years later, it's it's one of the biggest things ever, right? Ever. So I'm having a meeting here at my house with, with this with this person and, and she's like, hey, have you heard of the Pokemon app? I'm like, you're excited. I'm excited. Okay? Because <laughs> she was really excited. I'm like, let's fucking see this thing. Da, da, da. It is Google Maps for nerds. All period, right. Period. Okay. So you turn on your phone. Okay. You link it to your camera. You give it your social security number. And then your, and <laughs> your then blood type. You give it your blood type. Right. Okay. You insert your a chip. Your bank account. You insert a chip into your neck. That, that, that means that you can no longer operate on cash. All right. Only on Pokemon chips. All right. Okay. And, 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 and like Pikachu laser beams. I really don't know. Okay. So anyways, it's the wave of 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 the past week it's okay. the biggest thing ever so so like what's going on like are you into it is it fun like i'm what? definitely not into it because you say you caught a pokemon in your backyard yes because what happened was i was i was told i was so straight up like look this is how you do it you got to download i'm like i'll download it i'll entertain a download of an app in a conversation. I'll do that because after we finish, just like anything else in Hollywood and in LA. It's trending. Yeah, it's, it's trending. trending. It's trending. So if you're it's around It's like the hashtag people, trending. Once it's hashtag trending, sure. you have to like be on it. You commit. You have to commit. You commit. If not, as, you don't know what they're talking about the next dinner party. But then as soon as you commit, then you like unfollow immediately, right? So you're like, hey, I followed too. And everyone's follow like, yeah. Follow for a follow, but then really unfollow. Unfollow immediately. <laughs> Very LA. You're like, yeah, I'll be at your next event. And then it didn't happen. You're like, ah, oh, I was on set. And everyone's like, like, oh, dude, you're working. Yeah, And no. I was like, I was at home jacking off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to so, Pokemon app. To the Pokemon app. I mean, I don't really know what's going on with that. Everybody's going crazy about it. It's pretty... It's, so it's, are it's, you. I'm not, though. You really are, though. Like, the first thing no. I, you talked to me about when I first walked in here was the Pokemon app. I said we have to talk about Pokemon. Okay, so because he's... Because everyone's talking about Pokemon. So right you're now. a nerd at heart. I am... I'm a kid at heart. You're a kid. Okay. I'm a kid at heart. So I appreciate when something like kind of like animated. I like, I like when cartoons and reality kind of cross because if you you like the Scooby-Doo movies. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Look, 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 but now you don't need Scooby-Doo. You want to find a dead body. You want to solve a crime. You got to get the Pokemon app. Yeah. Okay. So I was hearing the other day that you can, like, there was this girl that was using the Pokemon app and then she actually found a dead body. And not only that, but people are being led into, like, mysterious hallways and creepy rapist mans and being robbed of their, like, life's inch worth. Yeah, but I- <laughs> did you find a Pokemon But there? they didn't find a Pokemon on it. So if you did, if you, if you, if you were led into a rape van. With shit, a Pokemon? Shit went down. And you're like tragically, you know, it's all bad. Yeah, trust you're me, tragically all, scarred me, for life. It's all but bad. You, on top scarred. of that, you never found your Pokemon. That's, <laughs> you're like really that, scarred. That's when you really commit but suicide. But if, if you got the fucking, um, uh, the Jigglypuff, right? And then you got raped, you're like, it's not too bad. And you're like, you're like, but I, I, I was there for a reason. You're like a martyr. <laughs> I was there for a reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was serendipitous. <laughs> yeah, it was serendipitous. It was like the universe wanted me to get raped that yeah, day. You yeah, know what the I mean? universe wanted me to find this Pokemon. For the greater cause. For the greater cause. All right, we need to stop talking about this. <laughs> you're done. Yeah, completely done. I'm uh, not done. I have a few more to catch. How but, many? Um, I, I have two at this point. Nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Sanchez here.
Anyway, everybody, this is the end of our show. This is my so-called LA life. Please follow us on Instagram, my so-called LA life, just like that. And thank you for tuning in. And like I always say at the end of every show, make fun of yourself and make fun of everybody else. We're all here for the same reason. And just keep grinding, keep your head up, and I'll see you next time. You guys be safe out there. I'll catch you next time, not see you. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. <laughs> Bye. Got that good hair, too. You like what? I like girls with that light complexion look. Oh, man. You're a moron. I can't help it. What, being a moron? Yeah, that too. You're the first one out there with a dashiki talking that crap. I'm a victim. Good hair. Nigga, you so brainwashed. I'm a victim, What's your brother. Problem? You're a victim. Yeah, I'm a up. victim of 400 years of conditioning. Shut up. The man has programmed my conditioning. Mm -hmm. Even my conditioning has been conditioned. <laughs> Like the way you walk, I like the way you walk, I like the way you walk.